following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone. We're back here with Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements on Answers for Elders Radio. And we are now talking about, in our last segment, um, Daphne, we've kind of been through, number one, the emotional uh, process that it is to end. But I think there's this emotional current that goes through everything, it obviously. Does. And yeah. so I'm glad we started out. And then we talked about really basically the costs of, you know, what long-term care really costs. And really, to realize just how expensive living in care, but also what happens if mom or dad stay at home with a son or daughter, what is the cost not only to them, but most importantly to you as a family member? And what does that mean? So in this last segment, um, we're going to talk a little bit about how to plan ahead for eventual realizing that maybe mom or dad only has two or three years left of assets. Um, how do we, you know, what do we do with that? I guess, guess how do we plan and maintain quality of life? That's the big question (laughs) because it's going to mean that we have to really know what our highest values are and where we're willing to compromise Mm -hmm. because there will be compromise. And that compromise varies, I'm sorry to say, based on what your estate is. Sure. Um, And so and that compromise can come sooner or later. Mm -hmm. But when you know what your highest values are and what really drives your decision-making processes, the compromises are not as painful. When you know when those compromises may happen or what drives a compromise, you can be prepared for it and not have that cold water splashed in your face. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. comes with working with somebody. I'm sorry to be a broken record, but comes to working with someone who knows how to project out Mm -hmm. and still honor today. Right. So let's talk about someone who, as a story, um, is in assisted living. They've chosen to leave their home. Mom and dad went together. They said, I don't want to clean the gutters, and I don't want to go outside in the rain to get my mail. No. Um, and so they're in assisted living. And generally, health is okay, but there's some disease processes that are mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Somebody might have some Parkinson's. Somebody might have some indicators of dementia. But they're mm-hmm. doing great, and they're a great support for each other. Somebody passes away. Hmm. And now we have one person in assisted living, and their right arm is probably gone. Because they've been supporting each other for 50, 60 years. Right. And through the processes of life, some behaviors or shortcomings or challenges were covered up. Right. And now we see new things that are needing more attention. Very, very common. It is. It happens all all the time. Um, So now you're having to increase the amount of care for the person who, the surviving spouse. Remember that the second spouse... Um, didn't have to pay those large numbers that I was talking about. A second person who lives in the same apartment has a second person fee of somewhere between $500 to $1,000 a month. So that's taken away. So now we can apply that to care for the remaining spouse Mm -hmm. and trying to replace that right arm. Um, And it happens so often. But now we might be moving into, gosh, you know, mom's pretty healthy she just needs a little more support and have we even thought about what if something happens to mom what if she has a stroke very common more common than we realize yeah what if something happens with her cognition you know we know mom's a little forgetful or she's Mm -hmm. got some short-term memory loss and 
And now that, you know, dad is gone, we're seeing a little more forgetfulness Mm -hmm. or her safety judgment doesn't seem to be as clear. Should we be worried about that? Not worried, but certainly aware. Mm -hmm. Now we need to look at, is this community that they're staying in, that's meeting their needs physically and, and emotionally, will they be able to support our parents on a financial level? If my mom now runs out of some money, you know, she outlives her money that's left because they've been there for three or four years Mm -hmm. at the assisted living. Can they convert to Medicaid? Most often, assisted living buildings do not convert to Medicaid. There are very, very few. And, you know, unfortunately, I don't know a percentage, but it is very low. I mean, I don't even think we're it's twenty percent. We're lucky to have care partners, but yeah. they, we, and that's what one thing that we're blessed about. So it, I am going to put a plug care. in for them, absolutely, and yep. especially for memory care. Yep. Yeah, yep, a lot for the memory care for them. Um, there are a few communities that do have strong Medicaid licenses, and they have a business uh, model mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they have factored in and want to service mm-hmm. Medicaid from the very beginning or close to the beginning, but it's few and far between. In the story that we're talking about in assisted living, more than not, mom will not be able to stay financially. Um, I'm not even talking about health requirements, um, just financially. So how do you plan for that? When should you make a move? Should you make a move? Generally, yeah. um, Generally, if I were to say a broad brush, I would say, yes, make a move. Yeah. (laughs) Because we don't have a crystal ball. No. Um, What we do know is that if you are hit with having funding drop and there's no Medicaid way, you have to move. And now you have no money to move. And it's much more difficult. Well, the Medicaid options are so limited, both in assisted living and in adult family homes. Mm -hmm. Adult family homes are going to be... Um, the most flexible financially. Let me say that again. They're the most flexible financially. They don't have a corporate entity that says, this is our rule, hard and fast. Mm-hmm. The adult family home, can it's privately held. They can have kind of a gray area and be able to look at each situation mm-hmm. individually. So let's say mom has, uh, I'm going to use, uh, she has $200,000 left. Okay. 200000 Wow, that's a lot of money. Not if you figure minimally, and this is such a conservative number, if you figure $5,000 a month for her care, that's 60000 a year. Mm-hmm. That's three years left right. of her care. And that doesn't even count, um, you know, anything that mom does outside clothing, you know, food, that's extra. That's not paying or co-pay <clears throat> for her medications. Right. That doesn't even pay for her um, you know, insurance, No, you know, anything. No, no, it doesn't. So that's the time to be starting to look at, do I need to make another change? Mm-hmm. Um, because she still can have quality care. And remember, I used a very conservative $5,000 number for her mm-hmm. care per mm-hmm. month. That's 60000 a year. When you're looking for another community, the general rule right now is two to three years of private pay and I'm going to talk about adult family homes, in an adult family home before they will accept Medicaid payment. So the thing that, and times are a-changing, folks, and we don't get to vote on it, but the thing that we need to be aware of is 
I want quality care. I need to be able to convert to Medicaid, but I don't want to compromise where my mom lives physically mm-hmm. close to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to drive, you know, 30 minutes to go see my mom. I still want to be five to 15 minutes away from my mom. Mm-hmm. All of those things are an important piece so that you can have options with $200,000. You still have options. If there is something going on in terms of her health, more than not, you can bet that it will progress downwardly Mm -hmm. and her care costs will go up. We've talked about the three-legged stool of having the medications, hydration, and nutrition in balance. And sometimes when you've lost, in our story, if you've lost a spouse or there's a disease process Mm -hmm. progressing, one of those things start waning a little bit. Right. And my personal feeling is the higher the, the acuity of care, the more intimate that care should be so that people don't have to use up their physical energy to remembering basics of life. Did I drink enough water? Right. Did I take my medication? I know I ate, but was it protein or was it sugar? <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> Makes a difference. And, and you know, I'm sure, too, um, just that whole process is there's depression is is common yes and depression can escalate symptoms of depression of uh, dementia Mm -hmm. and it can also um you know get you off balance like you were talking about it can create utis and different types of things like that so there's a lot of factors in taking care of yourself that can you know bring forward symptoms that normally are your kidneys and liver Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. flushing out the toxins in your body i mean our body is a machine, mm-hmm. and we need to keep it at optimum So, So functioning. it sounds to me like, and this is just thinking out loud, if mom or dad, all of a sudden there's a loss of a spouse, no matter what the situation is, that's really a good time to call you. No matter what the asset factor is or anything like that, if there's a spouse that's lost, there's going to be differences in, in, ass, or in income coming yep. in, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, Absolutely. And um, it's also probably a really good time to sit down with you, and then you have great resources right. to, to bring in. Let's talk about that loss of income. I mean, that means a pension yeah. is potentially gone. Yeah. The Social Security is gone. Mm-hmm. You know, There might have been a life insurance policy. This, this population of people generally don't have that life insurance policy because they no. have other mechanisms. Right. Um, but those, that income stream is gone. gone. You know, in in our story that we're doing today. Mm -hmm. Um, But there are other things that can change. So I guess what I want you all to hear is, please don't be the ostrich and not look at the finances Mm -hmm. and and factor out two to three years. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the goal that we want to look at now. Um, There are exceptions to that rule. Please don't take that to the bank and say, oh, gosh, we're in trouble. Mm -hmm. Because there are options for the six-month conversion, the one-year conversion, the converting right now today right i have options for you you just need to know where they (laughs) are yes you know and does it fit your highest values right i I just can't stress that enough so daphne i hope that our listeners today have gotten so much value from what you've had to say i know i sure have and you know no matter what you think out there to our listeners you know you might not think it's now the right time to contact daphne I would err on the side to contact Daphne. Number one, her services are free to you. There is no obligation. There is no anything. All you need to do is pick up the phone. And how do they reach you? 
855-734-1500. Awesome. So thank you so much for sharing this hour with us. This is a wonderful program, and I'm just thrilled to always have you on the show. Well, thanks for inviting me. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlacements.com. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.